0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Tuesday vacation station, food, wine, and travel show with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. And I dare you to do that introduction 10 times real fast. <laughs> but, you know, today we're excited. Um The International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, which we call IFTWA, it's a lot easier to say and quicker. Um, you know, they always introduce us to all these new destinations and destinations that have been there for years, um, you know, on these shows. Uh, every second Tuesday, we get to go to different places. And today, we're going to go to Santa Ana in Southern California. Uh, this is right in the heart of Orange County. And um, we're very excited to welcome Wendy Hussey. Uh Wendy is from Travel Santa San- Santa Ana. Okay so you can go to com, and once you get on their website you're going to be like me and going why am i not there already so welcome Wendy how are you I'm good thank you so much for the opportunity This is so exciting I don't think we've ever done a uh show talking about Santa Ana and um we've all heard about the Santa Ana winds right um but Tell us a little bit as a destination, um, because when I was on your website, I'm looking like you've got parks, you've got breweries, you've got food, you've got public art, you've got all kinds of things, events happening. So, um, you know what, I got to give a shout out to IFTWA for introducing us to you so we know like, hey, this is a place to, you know, not drive by, but pull over and go stay for a while.
1: Yeah, so I'm not surprised you didn't know anything about Santa Ana. Um, We're a brand-new destination marketing organization as of uh, 2021. And Mm -hmm. prior to that, the city, which is the second largest in Orange County behind Anaheim, never had any tourism promotion. So we had to create an identity for this destination, and now we're sharing it um, with IFTA and with other um, media outlets and, and visitors to encourage them to, like you said, stop in and visit rather than driving by.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I when I have always, obviously Santa Ana wins, right? And also just really the diverse cultural history that you have. And I want to talk on that because that whenever you have good cultural history, that means you have good food, um, but you've got historic <laughs> sites, you've got museums and things, but I always kind of knew you guys as kind of a destination for shopping. Is is that am I right on that? Because I, that's what just comes to mind. Um, you know, having yes. lived in Southern California a few years ago,
1: I think you may be confusing us with Costa Mesa, which is our neighbor ah, next door. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Costa Mesa has South Coast Plaza Shopping Center, which is hugely known for its destination shopping, especially among international travelers. But the good thing is they're right on the border of Santa Ana, so we can attract those international visitors from shopping coming on over to our, our culinary offerings and what makes Santa Ana unique.
0: Now, do you have shopping?
1: We do have shopping. We have Main Place Mall, which is more mm-hmm. of the trendy, popular brands. And then we have a number of unique, um, independent stores um, downtown. In fact, we have one store that's been there for over 70 years. The owner is in his wow. 90s. It's a Western Wear store called R&R. And he will custom make cowboy hats and cowboy boots and all kinds of um, good Western wear and Mexican
0: culture um, attire. Oh, cool. And, and so that's what you're saying that it's really, um, you know, a diverse community too. You've got over 60 neighborhoods. Like, wow. And and a downtown, which I think is, is a downtown um, kind of like a mix of people living there, working there? Or is it mostly kind of a downtown with shops and, you know, does it have like a downtown historic downtown feel?
1: So it is definitely an historic downtown feel. Um, Santa Ana was the original uh, and is still the governmental hub for Orange County. So we had the original courthouse, which still stands. And we have a number of historic buildings. Um, Our city is seeing a little bit more uh, of redevelopment where we're getting that mixed use with, People moving in downtown um, with the neighborhood surrounding it, but uh, definitely historic, definitely unique, and full of culture. We've got a cu- two different food halls. One is Trade, um, excuse me, McFadden, and one is Fourth Street Market.
0: Oh, we love food halls. And then we food halls are cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The,
1: McFadden is McFadden. The uniqueness about McFadden is that it has an arcade. Um, and a tiki bar, and the arcade has if all the old-school video games like um, Centipede and Pac-Man, and then you, also you football machines. You have Pac-Man? Machines.
0: Seriously? Yes. Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. And then 4th Street Market is unique in that it does have an outdoor seating area where families can um, gather with outdoor games like Gen- Giant Jenga and blo- building blocks for the kids, but every Saturday they have a DJ out there playing tunes. But the restaurants in 4th Street Market are those that um, are looking, they've either been a food truck and now are looking to build a name in brick and mortar. So this is their starting venture. So the the venues in 4th Street Market are evolving and changing um, every few months as new restaurants come in on the scene and then go off to become a full service restaurant somewhere else in Santa Ana.
0: That is exciting. Now, tell us a little bit about um, some of the restaurants, like in general, like you've got the food halls, which I think I think, I think, think food halls are one of the best things that we have in the planet. Like, honestly, I love going there and, and, you know, just sampling things and seeing, you know, it's kind of like having food trucks under one roof, right? <laughs> little micro yeah, restaurants, right? you, like you're saying. Yeah. You can um, go as a but,
1: group and everyone can try something different.
0: Oh, you said the word group. And I do want to touch on like, group facilities for group travel, but keeping on the culinary scene. Give us an idea of what the restaurants are like. Um, I can imagine you're going to have some of the best Mexican fare, right?
1: Yes. Well, Santa Ana has a population of 80% Hispanic, and that is definitely reflected in our um, dining scene. We uh, have We have 20 of the best 50 places in um, Orange County to get tacos. And that's according to the food critic from the Orange County Register. He listed the 50 best places and 20 of them are in Santa Ana. So we definitely know our tacos, um, but also all kinds of um, Mexican food. We also have Vietnamese. We have a lot of culturally rich restaurants. Um, Our community is very passionate and prideful about their cultures. We were founded in 1889 and some of our restaurants have been in our city for generations. Um, so yeah, that's, it's it's a, it's a, a lot of good food deciding where to eat is probably one of the biggest challenges. And we've been curating that um, culinary offerings through a culinary passport, which we'll be launching in the next month or so, actually in time for the IFTA um, conference um, to showcase our 20 best restaurants that highlight the different cultures in Santa
0: Ana. Oh, I love that you brought that up because Iftwa has this amazing, you know, they do this annual conference, which is where travel writers and, and photographers and bloggers get together and, and hone their craft. But there's also networking involved for the destinations like, like you, uh, Santa Ana. Um, but it's like everyone gets together and it really, it really helps tourism. And I think. Um, it's so exciting to see tourism back, but we're, we're like in a different, it's just different right now. You know, it's definitely back. Um, But I'm excited to see like how next year goes, you know, as everybody starts to get their feet back in, I don't know, there's like a balance that we have to do after this pandemic. Right. So yeah. um, it's exciting to have everyone together and help the tourism industry, which helps travelers. Right. I know where they're going to go, but um that you're going to meet that. So they're going to, Come to Santa Ana as part of like on that cruise and then come out and see you guys, or are you going on the cruise ship itself? Since um, like Maria, everyone Dallas. there, yeah, just real quick, I was telling they there's cruising from Vancouver down to LA. So like this is a very cool like they're going on a sea cruise um <laughs> for a conference. <laughs> so yeah, tell tell us a little bit about um what's happening with you at the conference.
1: Yeah, I'm a little jealous because I personally will not be attending. But Maria Gonzalez, our content and community engagement manager, will be representing Santa Ana on the cruise and meeting with members of the um, International Food, Wine and Travel Writers Association to share Santa Ana's story and to encourage them to to visit in the future. We're not part of a formal um, post tour, but we're open to um, welcoming those who want to explore and discover. And we also are looking to do future um, visits with those, particularly in the Orange County, Southern California region for like a day culinary trip. Mm.
0: I love that. I love the idea of like, I mean, even because you're so like you're saying, you're kind of like in the heart of Orange County. So it's easy to get to like, even if you're in San Diego, right, to come see you. And, And that's how I know he's going through driving up and down. California is coming by you know that's I've, I've always seen the sign I'm going I wonder what's really there you know now I'm, I'm getting to know which is exciting so you know pull over have some food but like groups we were touching on that like group travel is that something that um, like for people whether it's weddings or maybe a special interest group um, maybe even just you know uh, would you have people like for business meetings is that something that happens in Santa Ana
1: yes and it it definitely happens in Santa Ana. We have a dedicated director of sales who works with meeting planners and groups um, from student youth travel to sports, to weddings and um, to corporate, uh, to association meetings. Yes, we are, are definitely a group destination. Um, and you mentioned driving through. Santa Ana used to be the destination between LA and San Diego, and back in the day, Many many decades ago, those traveling would stay in Santa Ana because it was one of the only destinations that was in Orange County, and it was a robust. As I mentioned, it was the original, like governmental hub, and so back in the day, everyone knew where Santa Ana was.
0: Mm. So now it's like, hey, go go travel, go do business, go have some pleasure. How far are you from things like? I know you've got some parks, so. Um, if maybe families are coming as part of a group event or coming as a, as a, you know, as a destination, what are there for like families in regards to parks? How close are you to the beaches and things like that? Yeah, well, the good thing about Santa Ana is,
1: like you said, our central location. We um, we're very close. Our, many of our hotels are within a few miles of John Wayne Airport. Um, we have mm-hmm. Amtrak available as well as the main highways. We have um, 47 parks in Santa Ana. And wow. we're about um, a few minutes from, i say the nearest beach is Newport Beach, um, but okay. we are also um, not far from Huntington Beach. And nice. the good news is we're about 10 minutes from Disney. So families looking to, to come in and, and experience uh, an authentic uh, Anaheim, Orange County vacation can stay in Santa Ana, experience what we have and still go see the mouse.
0: Oh, man, this is cool and easy to get to, too. I mean, you're right off the interstates, you know, boom, yeah. off you go. This is cool. So, all right, we've touched on a little bit of food. We've talked a little bit about culture. What about the actual history of Santa Ana? Can you give us some idea of, like, what we can experience? Because it seems like you, you what I was reading on your site that it was explored by the Spanish as early as 1769. And I'm wondering if the um Juan Bautista de Anza National well, and it's National Historic Trail now, but it was an expedition that went through from, uh, Mexico through Tucson, Arizona and up through California, um, and founded the Presidio of San Francisco. I wonder if they came through your town. I should say your city, but it feels, yeah, I'm not,
1: I'm not sure about that, but Me neither. Um, we were named, <laughs> yeah, we were named the county seat in 1889 and we've been referred to as downtown Orange County. Um, since then, hmm. and we were discovered by the Spanish in the 1700s, and by a, a, a and then became a farm town with William H. Spurgeon, and he purchased 70 acres and with plans to develop, and he became the city's founder. And there's a a building named after him that still stands downtown. Um, we also have um, several other old structures, including our, our original u- unique clock tower. Um, And many of our buildings are listed. I think we have um, over a dozen buildings listed on the National Registry of Historic Places. And we have some beautiful historic neighborhoods that also have homes that are um, on the historic uh, registry as well.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I know a lot of people love to go for architecture, but I was also reading like Historic French Park. That sounds like one of those nice neighborhoods to explore. French park and floral park. I know floral
1: park has events that are open to the public. They do an annual holiday um, tour where the homes, some of the homes in the neighborhood decorate and people can go walking around and seeing all the holiday decorations. And then there's a little festival at the end of the park. Um, And they do that, I believe for Halloween as well. Um, Beautiful homes, because if you, because being the governmental um, hub, those homes, were once, you know, and still are uh, from uh, judges and lawyers and government officials back in the day as well as today. So it's a, mm-hmm. a, a more of an affluent neighborhood, floral mm-hmm. and, and um, flower park.
0: Okay. It's a beautiful Ooh, Victorian I, old homes. Now you're making me think you have flowers everywhere too. Do you? Because <laughs> you, you guys Penny, have good we're weather. We're Southern
1: California. Flowers are always <laughs> yeah. in bloom.
0: I know it's like the coolest thing you know um the other part I, I wanted to go back to is also the public art I was mentioning that when I went on your site that was the first thing that grabbed my attention was the amount of public art and you know murals that you have um is it mostly murals uh, for people to experience and do you have an is there like a guide or is there a walking map or is it mostly you drive around and like ooh cool I saw another one
1: so we have over two 200- hundred murals and pieces of public art the majority of them are murals yeah and we have we're the first destination first organization i should say to curate all of that content into one place so we have currently of those 200 plus we have close to just over 180 listed on our website right now in a guide format that shows where each of the um, pieces are located um, gives you an overview of the artist, a bio of the artist, the name of the art, a story behind the art, and exact location. So visitors, if they're interested, they can pull that up on their phone or, um, yeah, it's very mobile friendly. But they can see where all of the public art is on the map and go driving around and looking at it or walking around. We've got a lot of it downtown where you can just walk around in alleyways and um, on buildings and in inside buildings. But, um, yeah, it started with the Chicano um, movement, mm-hmm. and so it's very reflective. Many of our murals are reflective of that scene from the 1960s when they began painting massive images um, that mm-hmm. commemorate the city's colorful um, multicultural heritage.
0: Oh, my gosh. I, we, have to, we have to come see you. <laughs> That's it. You, we, yes. we document public art across the country along with parks and everything, but public art is Such a big deal because not only does it employ artists, right, but it's um, they often tell the stories of a community and um, people could come into town by accident and just go, oh, and start to understand where they're at just by looking at public art and murals. Yeah, you you, know, um, you really have to pay attention.
1: Yeah, you really have to pay attention because they're everywhere and, and they beautify. I mean, they're on sides of buildings they're in doorways, electrical utility boxes. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, it's everywhere. So it also beautifies the city. And like with any gallery, ours is always evolving with new art. So I encourage you know people to come and check out the, the public art guide on a regular basis if they're in the city to see where new things are happening.
0: One thing I mentioned when you were coming on the show is that you're, you seem to be a very um, diverse uh, in culture, right? Diverse in culture, but it seems also in people and that you're a very welcoming community. I was on your site and it was saying that um that everyone is welcome to Santa Ana um and that you do celebrate H- LGBTQ pride and so it's it's like an open community and that's an important thing to talk about because sometimes we take it like for granted that oh everyone is everywhere is but it's actually not true. <laughs> we travel the country we see things. <laughs> and so it, yeah. I always kind of want to flag that and and just letting people know where you are welcome and when a place actually goes, hey, you are welcome, that's a bigger deal when you really open up the door and say, hey, come over, we're, we're, we're accepting you, welcoming you and come be part of our, our family, you know?
1: Well, we have, um, our, our community is very passionate and prideful and very um, very community oriented. And I think that leads to the welcoming Um, People want to share their destination. Um, Mm. When I joined this community two years ago and I saw this unique pride and passion, I'm originally from the Midwest and you see that Mm. often in, you know, your communities, um, like in Wisconsin where I'm originally from, but Mm. having been out in California for the past decade plus, it's not common, you know, in where a lot of people are transients. But in, in Santa Ana, it's really very passionate and prideful community. And one, it's not only generations, but it's also um, viewing on the younger side. People are, are coming, are, are, I think our median age is around 34. So Oh, wow. Um, that's that's oh. good for a city with um, a lot of yeah, pride and passion and a lot of history and culture to carry that through.
0: That's really nice. That's like a new torch, you know. Um, that's yeah. being, you know, carried through and that you have history as a backdrop and, and taking care of it, you know, um, yet very youthful. And, and I think that's, and so now that makes sense because I know you like craft beer that you're from Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin, listen, <laughs> yeah. I love your state. I'm blood. just going to say, listen, all I know is, you know what? Um, you don't have to do those winters. We've done the winters. We've done the spring is just as bad as the winter. I'm just saying the early spring is like, don't, don't, don't be fooled into going there early. No. <laughs> I have, I, used I have to go back for Christmas And
1: yeah, I used to go back for Christmas and Easter every year. And Easter weather was far worse sometimes than
0: Christmas. Isn't that weird? Yeah, we, we spent a Christmas in Madison. And um and the snow that wasn't supposed to really come. So yeah, um it did. Me, <laughs> it did. My birthday
1: is in April and as a kid we'd have i there's been a couple of times where I had a blizzard on my birthday in April.
0: Oh well then you know you didn't have to go to Dare Queen, did you? Sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 isn't it kind of nice to be in Southern California and not have to worry about snow? And I it's what I'm saying, you know, we're saying there's flowers year round. I was starting to giggle in the back of my head there because I'm going not in some of the places we've been lately. So, you know, to be able to, I think for Sunseekers, um, it sounds like a, a joyous destination over the holiday season, quite frankly, is to get over there, oh. <laughs> to, you know.
1: Well, and our holiday season starts in October with, uh, we've got events all year long celebrating different her- cultures and heritages. But we have one of the, the larger um, Dio de los Muertos festivals uh, mm. at the end of October, early November. But we also have, on a monthly basis, our Art Walk, which is the first Saturday of every month, um, where all of our galleries, were very arts and culture-focused community, as reflected in our 200 murals. But our arts and culture are people of color and LGBT artists. And we have an Art Walk on the first Saturday of every month that is the galleries are open for free. There's vendors. street performers, entertainment, and um, also the dancing in the streets, which is literally our plaza becomes a dance floor. And from 7 to 10 p.m., there's one of three different dance styles being played by a DJ from salsa, bachata, and Kumbara And the community comes out and dances. And it's um, something very special to see and be a part of, because personally, I think dancing is a very joyous um, Mm -hmm. form of um, engagement and yeah, so if people are looking to come out right now, we have uh, s- several hotels offering specials for October 1st through December 31st, so you can come in and celebrate the holidays in Santa Ana.
0: That's awesome! That's awesome. One thing I, you know, you touched on April, so were you born on 420? I just had to ask that, I was just kidding, but but um, <laughs> no, I had to bring up was, 420. <Yeah>. I just wanted to go there because I did see on your website that you guys are um, a cannabis destination, and you know it's it's I'm I'm in I'm loving seeing people like just you know when we talk about LGBTQ pride and and being like hey we're we're open and welcome and friendly it's the same thing for cannabis and it's it's still it, we're so still like n- new about it and you know I you know when we travel full time it's like you don't know who, what, and where. It's like, okay, unless someone really, we need to have a cannabis flag. I'm just saying there probably is one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but to, to really let people know that you are that way, do you have dispensaries? Like what What is the scene um, for Santa Ana with that?
1: So Santa Ana was the first city in Orange County to allow and legalize dispensaries. Um, and we're only one of two, and the other destination has only about a handful. We have 27 different dispensaries
0: Whoa. in Santa Ana.
1: And we um, are building our cannabis tourism program because it's not just, it's about educating, right? Mm-hmm. This, this cannabis isn't, especially in California, it's not going to go away. And so it's about educating mm-hmm. because the same people that consider themselves foodies when they travel or like myself, a craft beer lover, also want to experience cannabis and are open to that. The people who want to experience cannabis are affluent and they have money, and they like to try new things it's it's the image that we've had in our head of it being a woodstock with you know dreadlocks and um, hippies it's not that's not what it is and it plays such a big role, not just cannabis but cBD um, in our wellness and we're all about mm-hmm. wellness and self care and so it's just it's about experiencing that and discovering what works for you and and trying new things and our tourism program right now, we have um, a number of articles on our website that explain know before you go. So it gives you kind of a lay of the land of what you can expect in Santa Ana. Um, and also what how to approach um, trying cannabis mm-hmm. or CBD. And then we highlight um, right now we have seven different dispensaries we're highlighting because it's not just a listing, business listing, but it's giving you an, um, information about how that dispensary is different. And as a visitor, what sets them apart from a different dispensary and what kind of experience you're going to have. Is it local cannabis grown products? Is it, um, you know, what kind of experience you're going to have? What's the atmosphere? What's the vibe in that particular dispensary? And our plan is to build on this. We're working with a very um, experienced, uh, cannabis consultants who is helping us uh, build cannabis programming around this from consumption lounges. Our city is actually right now in the process of securing a um, cannabis event for next June that would be both for cannabis business to business, but also consumers. So wow. it's a it's a huge opportunity and a huge experience,
0: um, something different that you can't get just everywhere um, for mm-hmm. those visiting Santa Ana this is exciting. I mean, it's, I know it's a very historic city, but it seems so fresh and like exciting and new, you know what I mean? Uh, from my perspective, you know, listening to you going on your website and now I'm like, okay, man, there's just there's stuff going on, you know, and, and from a, and a, in a good way, a good balance, how you're putting it together. And it just seems that there's a lot of opportunity. Is that something you're seeing in the tourism makeup too, of of attracting people to be part of that Tourism community. It just seems. I know it's a city, but it seems like a, a friendly little town where everybody's working together.
1: For the most part, I'm, I'm glad that's the optics. You know, with <laughs> there's always the behind the scenes things. That oh yeah, yeah, us, yeah, know. yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> there's yes, listen, there's no, we... there's no community without drama. Okay. Um But but, <laughs> but 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 you know what I mean. It it just feels like um, it people are realizing that hey, let's make something of what we have. You know?
1: Yeah, and I think that from a, a destination marketing professional, I've been in this industry now twenty four years. Yeah. You've been, um, I yeah. at this oppor- Yeah, I've been I've been around. <laughs> this isn't my first destination marketing organization or my first This is why she's I've, a craft beer for.
0: enthusiast. I'm just saying anybody in the <laughs> tourism industry is. But
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> But coming into this and being you know, having this opportunity, I was fortunate because I, I, I can say it a hundred times, the thing that for me resonates is this passion and pride of this community. And it has all of this. It had the events that were taking place monthly, annually in celebration of all these cultures. It has this public art. It has these amazing restaurants. And the story just wasn't being told. So Mm. I'm fortunate that I walked into this opportunity where all these wonderful things are going on and I help elevate and tell that story. And so, you know, travel writers, Media are always asking when you go to a trade, a a media event, but tell me what's new. Everything is new in Santa Ana because no one's ever written about it from a tourism angle.
0: Huh? Well, you know what? I, you know, that's something that Nancy and I find all the time. And, you know, as we travel, we'll go somewhere and they're like, well, this isn't tourism. Why? And I'm like, what do you mean? Look at what you have. And I think when you're living, everybody start living in a community, you start to take things for granted, not meaning to, right? And not in a, it's just part of where you live, you know? And you're looking at from, um, a living there set of eyes versus people coming in, unless it's friends and family coming to town. Oh, let me take you to my favorite restaurant, but it's and a lot of times it's not considered tourism. You know what I mean? And yet tourism is such a economic, you know, Beneficial. I mean, it it is like every community needs tourism. We believe, and when especially when the community buys into it and understands, this helps pay for schools. It pays for so many different things, including your parks and stuff like that. It it that's a really good balance when you have the community understand tourism and tourism understand the community. It has to work together, and it just it's like it allows for special programs to come in and beautify communities. It really it, it is amazing and. I, it just sounds like you guys are in like a really positive way up, you know, with what you're doing. It's exciting. I'm excited. I want to yeah, come. It, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I want to come hang out. I mean, I want public art and I want Mexican food and I want beer, you know, and I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say no to the cannabis, you know, stuff either. I'm thinking that's some fun, you know, education is, is a huge part of it. I think that's a huge yeah. deal. And, and I know, um, you know, there's, there's culinary, Things that happen with cannabis. I mean, as we travel, one of our, we do our tourism work, but we pet sit too, so we can do interviews. And it wasn't our dogs barking, by the way. Those were yours. But, but listen, CBD is used for dogs all the time. You know, um, there's, it's not just for humans. CBD is something, you know, yes, you can smoke a joint or whatever, but CBD is being used in so many ways for pain relief, muscle aches, you know, all kinds of things. So I think that's a very exciting thing for people to to get involved with.
1: Well, and CBD is is not mind-altering. CBD is um, holistic holistic, and it is either topical or digestible, but you can get health benefits from CBD and not be exposed to cannabis. There's a a difference. And that, again, goes back to educating.
0: Yeah, I think that's an exciting thing. And when you have education, then it takes away some of that stigma you know like you were saying um that that's a good thing yeah. that's a really good thing so now what i want to know is what is your perfect day like someone comes to santa ana like say a family you know your family comes in from wisconsin what are you going to do how are you going to show them like hey my new town is cool let me take you around and show you the coolest sites what would you do for a day like if if you're you know you know that everybody gets those drop ins once in a while it's like hey i'm oh, in yeah. the neighborhood
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Well, we have Bowers Museum, which is um, one of the largest collections of art in Orange County, and it's been around forever, and Mm. it's one of my favorites. It has um, a collection of, what is it? Uh, I always mess this up. It's the, like, the Headhunters and the Spiritual um, uh, Exhibit, uh, Island Pacific. Oh, one of oh, my favorite okay. Island Pacific exhibits. So I'd probably take him to the Bowers Museum and then head downtown and go to 4th Street Market and grab some food. And then we've got some great bars and nightlife in Santa Ana that live music. Um, we've got, you talked about beer. i definitely take him, take him to Cerveza Cito, one of um, the local breweries downtown. Um, cool. and hopefully it's a, it's a Saturday when art walk is going on. Cause that's not to be missed, but yeah, we've got a lot of great, um, nightlife. And I think that's something that we want to moving forward is focus on is, you know, we have the food and we have, um, murals, but we have great nightlife. And I know, you know, the younger generation, people with, you know, not traveling with children might want to enjoy a live band. Um, some activities out of the, in the evening. And, and that's something we're going to be focusing on. So I
0: definitely take my friends and family to the nightlife in Santa Ana. Ooh, sounds good, man. That's something I really missed during the pandemic. Music. <laughs> oh, you know, live music. It's not the same on Facebook live. You know, it's just not the same as being there and having that energy and, and drinking that beer and like. Yeah, you know, so that's exciting to hear yeah. about the music scene. Now, wh- I'm going back to the dogs, and I brought them up on, on purpose, not just for CBD. But um, is Santa Ana dog-friendly? Are there dog-friendly parks or places for people traveling in dog-friendly hotels, lodgings? I mean, I know a lot of places have Airbnbs. I don't know what the lodging um, portfolio looks like for Santa Ana. But a dog are dogs welcome?
1: Um, dogs are pretty much welcome in Southern California. I mean, we eat outside pretty much year round, alf- fresco. So it'd be it's hard not to find a restaurant where you dogs aren't welcome. Um, as far as accommodations, uh, we have seventeen seventeen hotels motels that are part of Travel Santa Ana's portfolio, and several of them are dog friendly as well. Um, we are getting our first official dog park. I'm not exactly sure when that is opening. But dogs on leashes are always welcome in parks as well. But yeah, I mean, Southern California as a whole is is pretty um, dog friendly. That was one of the things that I was taken aback by coming from the Midwest. You know, I'm at the shopping center and there's a dog in the middle of Nordstrom. I'm like, what? but now you get used to it. You see him in the grocery stores, you see him all over. And I'm a dog person, so I don't mind it.
0: No, no, I think and so dogs are dogs be people, so <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's like in the cats, like I mean, you know i am a cat we're animal people, period and and that's the thing. it's like, okay, and then do you, oh, are there dog friendly beaches? I'm just trying to think back. There's I mean, a dog. Huntington- there's actually a
1: yeah, Huntington Beach has the most popular dog friendly um beach in orange county it's yeah oh. there's dogs, you can see it from um Pacific Coast Highway as you're driving through Huntington Beach. You see how the dogs running and playing on the beach down there.
0: I love, I love that. And like, if you have retrievers, and you know, um, they're you know what I mean. Like they, 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 they literally smile in the water yeah like you Dogs can even like if they're water. holding a stick I have two, <laughs> yeah i have two dachshunds i'm not sure that they're water bound oh no they're they're little weenies no they're, 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 yeah. i don't they're gonna float on their ears yeah i love dachshunds oh my gosh oh my gosh i love dachshunds yeah. and they're smart they are little hunters too man don't uh-uh they they are little uh, i i we know some very astute dachshunds they have that, that well they were bred look. to kill badgers yeah, that's right there. I I know like some elders, um, elder dachshunds, you go walking in there, elder, la, 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 and then all of a sudden something moves. Holy cow, what happened to that dog? Like, boom, yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> after it. I'm like, but you're so sweet. How did you do this? Oh, don't underestimate me. Here's your first lesson of doxies, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have one who's on squirrel patrol all the time.
0: Oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Listen, dogs are like, and I think even, you know, because that's why we pets it. Like, we, you know, being on the road all the time, anytime we saw anybody with a dog, we're like, can we come play with your dog for a second? Like, we miss, (laughs) uh, you, you need that. And I know that even when you're traveling, like you, if you're a dog, you know, a a pet parent of any you know any fur animal you know i don't care if it's a horse and you're traveling and you can do a detour to see horses or dogs or somehow how oh, i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna choose the dog friendly restaurant just so i can like say hi to a dog you know what i mean it's I, like a,
1: i actually have a baseball cap that says hold my beer while i pet this dog
0: see exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. you know exactly yeah i mean if when dogs take over beer you know that that's the serious issue here <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the real thing they do they do all but but it has been a real pleasure having you on the show and getting to learn more about santa Ana. and um i you know I, I promise not to say santana again but santa Ana, i mean it's just this is so exciting um we definitely will have to do a detour on our next southern california adventure and come out and see you guys everyone travel santa com is the website they're also on instagram facebook youtube so keep up with them there um and yeah go go to youtube and watch some videos and get some ideas and then for uh, all our friends over in iftwa land the international food one travel writers association make sure you connect um and uh see them on the conference right so of course yeah. we're here Every day, bigblendradio.com is the place to go. We're airing every single day. Uh, sometimes multiple shows in a day. You never know what's going on with us, but we are here every second Tuesday with IFTWA talking about uh, various destinations across the country and around the world since they're global. And you can go to IFWTWA.org for more on that. Thank you so much, Wendy. It's been a, it's been fun. It's a pleasure, but it's been fun. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you and sharing Santa Ana.